Welcome back everyone. Today I want to tell you which 5 dividend stocks that I personally own are the most undervalued right now based on dividend yield theory. I will also show you a cool way that I visually value a stock based on its trailing dividend yield. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. First up, we have SSNC Technologies, a software company that caters to the financial and healthcare industries. Shares are down 32% during the past year, but year-to-date we have seen a small rebound. The stock currently trades for about $56, and based on my valuation chart here, it is deep in the dark green undervalued territory. The black line on this chart shows the actual month-end price for the stock over the past 7 years. The shaded areas are valuation ranges based on a rolling 5-year average dividend yield. The top part of the light green area is the fair value. The second darker shade of green represents a 10-20% to undervaluation zone, with anything in the dark green area being more than 20% undervalued. Conversely, the pink area shows the 0-10% overvalued range, and the red area shows the 10-20% overvalued zone. And the light blue horizontal line is the trend line for the long-term trajectory of the actual month-end price. As you can see from the chart, SSNC has been undervalued for the past couple of years, and really trended down into the dark green zone since about early 2022. It was pretty much a one-way street for the share price last year, but the stock is making a rebound here since October. Based on its trailing dividend yield history, the fair price for the stock today would be somewhere around $90, and based on the long-term price trend line, it should be trading between $70 and $75. If we take a quick look at the historical yield compared to the trailing average yield, we can see that since late 2019, SSNC has generally offered an above-average entry point from a yield perspective. The 5-year average yield has generally hovered around that 0.8% range, but it's climbing higher recently as SSNC's yield has hit all-time highs. Prior to 2022, the dividend yield for SSNC has only once climbed above 1%. This took place in March of 2020 as the market dipped because of the pandemic. Just a few months ago, we could have initiated a position in this stock with a starting dividend yield of 1.7%. Today the yield has come down to about 1.4%, but I still believe it is very attractive for this stock. The company has a rather short dividend history that began in December of 2014. For the first two and a half years, the quarterly dividend rate was fixed at six and a quarter cents. Then in late 2017, the dividend growth kicked off. It hasn't been the most consistent dividend growth schedule, as sometimes the company increased its dividend once per year, and sometimes the increase occurred every three quarters. For the past five quarters, the dividend has remained fixed at 20 cents per share. This was a little bit of a letdown, as I was expecting to see a bump towards the end of 2022. If we analyze the dividend growth rate by the total amount of dividends paid out in each calendar year, the trend looks very nice. In 2022, the annual dividend increased by 17.65% over 2021, and SSNC has trended at a 20% plus long-term compounded growth rate. I would expect to see an increase at some point this year, and perhaps management is just being cautious with everything going on in the economy right now. The company posted strong revenues in 2022 of $5.28 billion. This was 4.45% higher compared to 2021. Analysts are projecting continued revenue growth for the next several years, at the same 3-4% annual pace. The stock trades for a good forward price-to-sales multiple of 2.7, which means you are paying $2.70 for every $1 of revenue the company generates. Earnings per share actually came in lower for 2022 compared to 2021, with a 6.88% decline. In 2023, analysts are forecasting growth of 6.54%. That would bring the figure in line with 2021 earnings. 
2024 has a more optimistic outlook, with projected growth of 11.4%. SSNC has a forward price-to-earnings ratio of just 12.12, which is very appealing for a technology stock. I own a position in this company, and I have been dollar-cost averaging during 2022, as the price continued to crater. I will likely build on this position in 2023, for as long as the price remains in my undervalued zone. The second most undervalued stock in my portfolio is Ball Corporation. Shares are down 36.56% over the past year, but we are seeing a nice rebound this year with a year-to-date gain of 9.31%. If we take a look at the valuation chart, we can see a better depiction of just how much the share price has fallen recently. During the last 7 years, the stock has generally traded around the fair value zone and occasionally shot up to the overvalued range. In mid to late 2020, it plateaued right around $90, and then in early 2022, it started a very fast ride down to the $50 range, where we find ourselves today. The fair value range has been trending lower, as the company hasn't raised its dividend for a while now, and the trailing average dividend yield is slowly grown. Coincidentally, the long-term trend line for the price and the fair value range align around the $85 range, and that's where I would like to see the share price move to in the long term. Ball Corporation has been another one of these sub-1% dividend yielders for a very long time. In 2018, the stock did pop north of 1% briefly, but it was really the past year where it offered its most generous dividend yields historically. The yield peaked at 1.69% late last year and currently sits around 1.4%. The company also doesn't have the most stellar dividend growth record. In 2011, it paid a split-adjusted quarterly dividend of 3.5 cents. This was bumped to 5 cents in 2012 and 6.5 cents in 2013. Then the dividend rate remained fixed all the way until June of 2017, when it was bumped to 10 cents. And it wasn't until June of 2019 that investors saw another increase, this time to 15 cents. The last increase came in September of 2021, bringing us to the current 20 cents per share. Definitely not the most consistent dividend grower out there, but if we look at the annual dividend payouts, the history doesn't look that bad at all. Since 2017, the annual dividend has grown compared to its prior year, and the long-term compounded growth rate ranges from the low teens to a high of 20%. Revenue for 2022 came in strong, 12.14% higher than last year. Not much growth is projected for the current year, but in 2024 analysts are forecasting a modest 5% increase. The stock does trade for a very low forward price to sales ratio of just 1.15. Earnings per share for 2022 came in 14.86% below 2021, and this was really the catalyst of the share price decline. In 2023, earnings are projected to increase by 10.36%, which is nice, but not enough to bring us back in line with 2021. Analysts also have a nice growth forecast for 2024, and if it proves to be accurate, we could see a nice rebound for the stock in two years. The forward price-to-earnings ratio of 19.12 does not look very appealing, but given the large decline in earnings, this was to be expected. The third most undervalued dividend stock in my portfolio is Best Buy. Over the past year, the stock is down about 16%, but it has seen a decent rebound since October. So far, year-to-date the stock is up a little more than 3%, and currently trades for about $83. Taking a look at my valuation chart, we can see the share price for Best Buy is currently setting well into the dark green zone indicating the stock is significantly undervalued when compared to its trailing dividend yield. During the past 7 years, the stock has generally trended well along its long-term trend line. Sometime in mid-2020, the share price took off following along with the overall market, and it crossed above the 20% overvalued zone, peaking at around $110. It then plateaued in this range for an extended period of time and ticked a bit higher to about $120. During this time, Best Buy raised its dividend, which shifted the fair value zones, and it even appeared to be fairly valued for a while. The first half of 2022 was a quick ride down on this roller coaster, with the price bottoming out just north of $60. Peak to trial, this was about a 50% drop in price during a one year period. Pretty rough ride if you ask me. We saw a small rebound last summer that faded rather quickly, but since October the share price has climbed higher. 
Based on my valuation ranges, I would put a fair value price on the stock right around $120, and based on its long-term trend line, it would be just shy of $110. I believe the stock can make its way back on course, and it's just a matter of how long it'll take. I've been building out my position as the price trended lower, locking in a better dividend yield with each purchase. Looking at the actual and trailing dividend yield over the past 7 years, we find ourselves at above average levels today. While the all-time high dividend yield came and went a few months ago, the current yield of about 4.5% is still attractive to me. The trailing yield has hovered between 25 and 3% and is sitting on the upper end of that range today, driven higher by the last 12 months or so. Generally speaking, getting in when the dividend yield has been north of 3% has been a good rule of thumb, so the 4% plus yield today still looks very appealing. If you're looking at the yield chart here, you may notice that my chart differs from the standard charts you may be used to seeing online. And that is because I do not use a fixed straight line to represent the historical average dividend yield. Essentially, at each of the 84 intervals represented here, you are seeing the 5-year average dividend yield from that point going back exactly 5 years. This does take a little longer to calculate, which is probably why most websites don't show these charts in this fashion, but I think it's a more useful way to use dividend yield theory as a valuation tool. If we take a look at the dividend history for the past decade, we can see a pretty good trend of dividend growth. In 2011, the quarterly dividend started at 15 cents per share and was bumped to 16 cents in September. In 2012, the dividend rose by another penny to 17 cents. In 2013, Best Buy did not raise its dividend, but was able to maintain its annual dividend growth streak, as I'll show you in a second. The increases resumed in 2014, with the rate going up to 19 cents. In 2015, shareholders saw a nicer bump, all the way up to 23 cents, on top of a special dividend at April. In 2016, we had another solid increase to 28 cents and one more special dividend. Then the dividend rose to 34 cents in 2017 and 45 cents in 2018, followed by more nice increases up to 50 cents in 2019 and 55 cents in 2020. In 2021, we had a very nice increase all the way up to 70 cents and another strong bump in 2022 to 88 cents per share. We should find out the 2023 increase come mid to late March, but I'm not holding my breath for another above average increase because as I'll touch on later, 2022 financial results came in below par. Looking at the annual dividend growth rate, we can see a very good history over the past several years. Of course this table on Seeking Alpha is inclusive of the special dividends in 2015 and 2016 that are skewing the annual payout growth figure. The compounded growth rate over the past decade is a strong 20%, both when looking at the short and long end. Like I said, I'm not expecting to see another 20% plus dividend increase this year, and I think it would be in the company's best interest to declare a modest dividend bump and retain some cash on hand as the economy is very unpredictable right now. Fiscal revenue for 2022 is projected to be 10.5% lower than the prior year, and revenues for the upcoming year are also projected to see a small decline. Based on these projections, it will actually take a while before Best Buy can catch up to its all-time high revenue from fiscal 2021 that came in at nearly $52 billion. Conversely, if we take a look at the forward price-to-sales ratio of 0.4, it is incredibly low. Paying 40 cents for every dollar of revenue Best Buy generates sounds like a pretty good deal to me. If we take a look at the earnings results, they look a bit more sour. Fiscal 2022 is projected to come in 34.1% below the prior year, and this has been the big factor in the share price decline. In 2023, earnings are projected to grow by only 1.15%, which wouldn't even put a dent in the decline from 2022. In 2024, Best Buy is projected to grow its earnings by another 16.43%, but based on this forecast, it'll take 3 years to just bring the company back in line with 2021 earnings. And I wouldn't place too much confidence on the 2025 projections, as they are coming from just 2 analysts and will likely change many times in the coming months. I certainly liked the stock as the share price was driven lower, and I liked it near the bottom in the $60-$70 range. I fell back on adding more to my position following the most recent rebound, but I will add more to keep my position around 2% of my portfolio. 
The next undervalued dividend stock is Skyworks Solutions, and this is another stock that has been beaten up last year, with shares down nearly 33% over the past 12 months. Looking at just the year-to-date return, things look much rosier, with the price up about 12.5% and pushing just north of $100. My valuation chart still shows the price deep in the undervalued zone. Looking at the past 7 years, the stock has generally been a pretty good deal, up until shortly after the pandemic, when it rose very rapidly and quickly moved into and above the overvalued zone. What goes up must come down. Well, not always, but in Skyworks' case, this holds true. The price actually came down faster than it shot up, and for a while there, it looked like there was no bottom to the freefall. Today we can look back and call the $80 range the bottom, at least for now. I was able to pick up a few more shares at that price, but I also bought several times on the way down, so overall my position's still in the red. Based on my chart, the fair price today would be around $145, and the long-term trend line is sitting just a little lower. Looking at the dividend yield chart, we can see the trailing 5-year average yield has trended much higher during the past 7 years. It started right around 1%, but today sits at almost 1.75%. Looking at this chart, the stock appears to be a pretty good deal when it trades above a 2% dividend yield, and currently it is sitting just below 2.5%. Today, I am a little overweight on Skyworks compared to my target, as I started buying up more shares a little too early, and the recent price increase has pushed the value of my position higher. I may add a little more to this stock in 2023, especially if we see another dip in the coming months. Skyworks doesn't have a long dividend history, with the first dividend payment coming in May of 2014. The first dividend increases came quickly and were pretty good. In late 2014, the dividend was bumped from 11 to 13 cents per share. Then in 2015, it doubled to 26 cents. 2016 and 2017 were more modest, with the dividend increasing to 28 and 32 cents respectively. In 2018, we saw a larger increase to 38 cents and 44 cents the year after. By 2020, the dividend rate went to 50 cents and 56 cents in 2021, with last year's increase to 62 cents also being pretty generous. Looking at the annual dividend growth history, we can see a slowing growth trend, but still a pretty good one with all years seeing double-digit growth. The compounded growth rates are also cooling off, and I'm curious to see if we can get another double-digit bump this year. Based on the growth schedule the company has followed for the last few years, we will have to wait until August to find out. In 2022, Skyworks posted record revenues of nearly $5.5 billion. Fiscal 2023 is projected to be 7.33% lower, with 2024 revenues projected to be in line with 2022. While two years of no cumulative growth is not favorable, the company is projected to continue growing in the long term. Earnings look a little more rough, with a projected decline of 12.17% for fiscal 2023. Similar to revenues, earnings are projected to bounce back to 2022 levels by 2024 and continue growing thereafter. I personally believe there is a disconnect between the drop in the share price and the decline in the financials, and that the stock has been beaten up worse than it actually looks. This is partially why I built up an overweight position in the stock, and I remain optimistic that in the long term my assumptions for the company will pan out, and it will deliver above average results. Right now, the forward price to earnings ratio is 10.31, which is much lower than the overall market, and historical fair value P ratios. And the fifth undervalued dividend stock in my portfolio is Domino's Pizza, that is down about 26% over the past 12 months. Year-to-date, the price has seen some appreciation, but not much, as it's up only 2%. Looking at my valuation chart, I see the stock is still in the dark green, deep undervalued zone. Looking at the past 7 years, the stock has generally traded for a premium based on dividend yield theory, only occasionally dipping into the undervalued zone. Even though the price looked overvalued, Domino's was a great stock to own, as the share price went from about $125 7 years ago, all the way up to, let's call it $570 towards the end of 2021. This is a good example of why it sometimes isn't a great strategy to wait for a good company to trade down to your fair price. I would say Domino's hasn't been beaten up as much as some of my other holdings last year, but it still fell quite a bit. 
I've picked up more shares below $400, and I'm still adding to my position today. Looking at the trailing dividend yield, we can see that it's actually trended lower during the past 7 years. This is primarily driven by the actual yield generally staying below 1%, and the share price seeing strong appreciation. I know these 1% yielders are not overly appealing to the broad dividend community, but I for one am excited at the opportunity to pick up more shares of Domino's with a yield of 1.25%. The company has been growing its dividend consistently since 2013, and delivering about 20% growth per year. This is probably one of the best dividend growth histories I have seen, albeit it's not very long if you compare it to some dividend kings. But I've been a satisfied shareholder thus far. Revenue for 2022 came in 5.14% higher than 2021, and it is projected to continue growing at the same level for the next several years. And you may be wondering if revenues grew in 2022, why is the share price down? The less favorable metric was the earnings per share figure from last year, that was down 10.69% compared to 2021. This year, the company is projected to increase earnings by 17.22%, which, if they can hit this target, will bring them to an all-time high. Again, I think there is a disconnect between the decline in share price and the financial results here, and I am adding to my position to capitalize on what I consider to be an opportunity with this stock. The forward price-to-earnings ratio for the stock is a bit high, at 28.53, but Domino's has generally traded for a higher-than-normal P-E ratio, given its strong growth history. Time will tell whether my prediction for this stock pans out, but I remain bullish on Domino's in the long run. That's it. These are the 5 most undervalued dividend stocks in my portfolio based on dividend yield theory.